and gentlemen, for the 826th time, it is The Mason and Friends Show, featuring that dude called Mike, a.k.a. The Black Hand. Yeah. As well as his Jewness. What's up, bitches? <laughs> as well as myself, aka Mahoney. Welcome to the Mason and Friends show. Now, at first, I thought this was. Some Michael Myers shit. Nah, bro. But then it switched up on me. Right here. This is a thriller suspense. Uh, not horror. Well, it might it sort of crosses into horror. It's older. This is 80s too, right? Yes. Okay. I believe 80. Maybe a year or two in, but this is extremely early 80s. So this is me fresh into the world, so I know I've probably seen it. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is early 80s because of that flute right there. I know, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That flute makes it 80s. That's that 80s era shit right there. When disco and hip-hop were like, disco was fading, hip-hop was coming in. They ain't know what to do with the flutes. Start it over for you, Mike. It's almost Alfred Hitchcock. Big Mike, ladies and gentlemen, aka Mike Turner. <laughs> I'm fucking your kids up. <laughs> Is those your children's? So this isn't Alfred Hitchcock, right? That's correct. It's not a Hitchcock, Hitchcock film. Hitchcock. It's like almost Scooby-Doo mystery right there. It's very mystery, kind of. It's definitely got some mystery elements. I ain't seen it. I know you I mean, you know what's funny? I can get... You probably have seen this. I can give you hints, like, literally the director, and you're probably not going to know because you don't know shit about directors. directors, Right, right. This is Ridley Scott. There's an actor... There's an actor who I could mention, and you would get it within seconds. I don't know this one. I do know it, but I don't know it. You ready? Yeah. It's from a film called Alien. Mother, that was going to be my next guess, too. I was literally going to say that because now I know the part of this motherfucker. This is when they're walking through the fucking ship right now. And it's all quiet. The lights down. The fucking little smoke comes out real quick right now. God damn it. I know the scene. Once he says it, I, I know the scenes. I definitely haven't seen him. That was with that white woman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. That was uh, that's the same bitch on Ghostbusters, right? That's bullshit. Yeah, with the uh, yeah, she was the gatekeeper, 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 whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in. Yeah. I don't think I've seen all that Alien. Alien's good, man. That's yeah. good stuff. It's like seriously. Even some stuff. of the crossover with Alien Predator, some of that yeah, shit's alright. Some, some of, of that shit's Predator. actually fucking good. Yo, uh, Predator, the or no, Prey is what it's called. 
that one was actually fucking good. You know, considering the fucking time frame, because that tells you the story about how the gun came to be. What? Oh, the gun from the yeah, second movie. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I've heard that 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 covers that, which is yeah, very does. very neat. It throws it right on in there, and you're like, okay, cool. Well, like, because I think that may very well be the coolest part of Predator 2. Yeah, the, uh, the second one, yes. When the, when, the, when the Predator, like, it's like, you know what that is? That's like when anybody you know that could fucking kill you, just kill you, just be like, yeah. it's like, I respect you. Yep, yeah. You know what I mean? And like, some of us know how that feels. Most people don't deal with people that are murderers. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you've ever known a murderer, yeah. and that murderer was like, I fucking love you. You're cool. You're my friend. Yeah. I got you, dog. Don't worry about it. You straight. Shout out to the homie Ed from Detroit. Died a while back. Good dude. Oh, man. Was a big fan of my boy Ed. There this, you go. this cat lived out this way back in the day. Ed from the D. Nah. And it was funny because he lived in Manassas at a point before I ever knew him. And the cops came to his house because he was pimping and pandering. Yeah, pimping and pandering. <laughs> they were trying to catch him on a pimping and pandering charge. And uh, he literally, like, he got home one day and his neighbor was like, Yeah, yo, dog. Cops were here earlier looking for you. And he was like, for real? And they were like, yeah, for real. And he goes, oh, shit. And you know what about it? He said, something about pandering. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> okay. So he packed everything up, got in his car and left. And went back to the D. Oh, like, all right, that's cool. He went that's back. All he I need he to know. left Manassas and went to Detroit and didn't come back to this area yeah. for like four years. And then shit got too hot in, D in Detroit. He shot some people. Damn. But he ain't around no more, so I don't care. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He like, ain't able to talk about it. I can talk about this shit now. Like, I liked Ed. I was yeah. a big fan of dude. He was a really cool dude. He was a good friend of mine. And uh, he's the only cat that I had my Integra back in the day. Yeah. And I would always drive really fast down back roads by myself. Yeah. And he would be like, dog, I don't care. Go. Go, dog. Eat <laughs> that shit. Yo, I'd be like fucking flying. He'd be like, go faster, dog. And like... <laughs> He's the only person I've ever had in the car with me that would like encourage me to go faster. Yeah. And I would put, I was pushed a shit out of that car back in the day when I had Ed in the car. Uh. You know what I mean? I remember one time we were turning around on the back road. I backed into a driveway and bumped a rock and scratched the fucking bumper on my Integra. Yeah. And he was like, oh, dude, oh my God, that's fucking fucked up. And I was like, Psh, car drives fine. I ain't worried yeah, about it. Yeah, car's still like, riding. He's like, what? And I was like, Psh. It's just a scratch and a bumper, dog. Yeah. You see plastic. It's plastic. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I literally gouged the paint through the primer yeah. into the fucking black plastic of the bumper from bumping into a rock in somebody's driveway. Like, as long as the motherfucker gets you point A to point B, you I was like, go. man, that didn't even hit my exhaust. I ain't sweating yeah. it, dog. Fuck it. We got it's back in that whip, went back the way we came, talking about some just fucking flying. Yeah. I Ed would be like, yo, dog, you're the only person I've ever been in the car with that makes me fucking 
white knuckles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He needed that. He needed that thrill. He loved that thrill, yeah. dude. He was a fucking wild boy, dude. Yeah. Motherfucker was crazy as shit. <laughs> like one of these white dudes from Detroit to talk like he was black. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like <laughs> he was cool, dude. He was a good dude. Oh, uh, shout out. We didn't do this on the last episode, but this is a late, happy belated birthday to Biggie. We all know him as Biggie Smalls on the show. Uh, happy belated birthday to you, bro. Yeah, he gonna have to let me know next time when it's his birthday so I can tell him happy birthday uh-huh. on time. <laughs> well, but it's you just gotta remember it's near Super Bowl, which is why I was expecting to see Biggie. Like, I was like, uh, yo, it's Super Bowl time. Biggie, when, when, when. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers went to the Super Bowl. Biggie came through. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. That was his team. He had to. That was his team. He had to. I miss you, Biggie. Where you at, Biggie? Uh, Come around. Like I got dead friends that I wish were here. Biggie, you alive? Uh, Come on, get on the show, son. Hold on, wait a minute. I think. Hold on. Can the, can the audience hear the birds out here? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Can we get them on there? Listen, to that ladies and gentlemen. That's nature. That's a beautiful thing, man. This motherfucker here has a problem with him. When I'm sleeping, yeah. The motherfuckers. That's some Mainly because I don't know what they're saying. I think they talking shit. Wait, the only wait, bird wait, I know that's is called. That's, that's the only bird that's I know. Why you I, don't know, know what they they I don't even know what that word means in bird, bro. But if I could speak bird and I knew what they was actually saying, they, look, I birds, may not get that upset. Birds doing this shit because they either trying to get some ass or they getting ass. Well, they can do it quietly, man, when I'm sleeping. That's the thing. I woke up to some motherfucker talking all kinds of shit for about 37 fucking minutes, man. So, so you mad because they woke you up? Now, yeah. what if he was fucking? That's what he's always what, been mad fact, about. What if you've woken them up from fucking? Uh-huh. Now they would just watch. <laughs> this, ain't, this ain't Snow White, fool. Well, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what they're saying. So if they come talking to me, that's I'm not Snow White. I can't understand you. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, you probably woken them up, man. You was fucking one time. You woke them up. They're like, oh, we gonna get this motherfucker out. You gonna fuck loud this morning? Now about gonna wake his ass up. I'm gonna flap my wings on his goddamn window. Say, so wake the fuck up. Hear what I'm doing? You hear me slapping this bitch's ass at you? You hear that, you? <laughs> I, I don't know, bro. That's some. That's bullshit. a stretch. So when you fishing, you can deal with it as long. It, it, it only bothers you because of your sleep. Yeah, they wake me up in the middle of the morning. That shit don't make sense. Don't wake me up at eight a.m. Seven or ten a.m. Oh, uh, motherfucker! Don't you get up at like three, four o'clock in the mornings? Uh huh. Or during the week? During the week? Uh-huh. But I'm talking about today, motherfucker. So or you expect? You, hold up, hold up. You expect the birds in your neighborhood to know what day of the week it is? Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with you? Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, yo, that's like expecting Tina to understand what Ike doing. You know what I'm saying? Like that is not acceptable. Well, put a bird bubble up then. That ain't acceptable. Put a whole bird bubble he, he, up. He, what he's gonna have to do is have to shoot one and put them out there and be like, look, bitch, uh-huh. and take them down every morning after you get up. <laughs> You let him recognize Nah, you just leave it an example. <laughs> Respect that shit. You see that bird I killed? I'll kill you too. That's because he was making noise on my block. All you got to do is hang out some chicken bones. They're going to be like, oh shit. Sit there, eat a bucket of chicken in front of him. Uh huh. You be down there with that KFC staring at him. Hey, you see me? Not, not even blinking. Don't even blink. Just look dead out. Just, just gnawing on that yep. thing. <laughs> All the way down. Gnawing on that chicken. Make eye contact. You got to make direct eye contact. Yeah. You got to stare at him. And you be like, you be like Edgar Allan Poe. You be like, hey, see this here, chicken? Never more. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got to stare. You got to stare him down. You can't blink. 
Like, you know how they do their little heads like this and shit? You gotta be right there with them all the way. Like, Never more, bitch. Hey, we, see this right here? This dark me. Never more. Never more. We ain't breaking eye contact, bitch. You ain't waking me up. This could be you. <laughs> yeah, I can gnaw on that thing. But I'm a gnaw on this chicken wing. Uh -huh. Oh man, fuck it. So Super Bowl should be over. We should know who won, who's going to Disney World, what that uh -huh. bitch Taylor Swift is doing. Like, fuck it. My girl asked me, she said, Mike, she said, what is all the hate for? And I was like, it's No, that's not a really. good question. What is all the hate for? Talk and to I him. Said, Talk to this girl, Mike. I said, it's not really a hate towards Taylor Swift. It's a hate towards the NFL. Because the NFL has made this shit about her with them panning back and forth. Because Mike, it's money. It's a I gotta, money I gotta, I got to disagree with you slightly. It is bigger than the NFL. What is it? It is pure politic. It is left versus right. So you say Taylor Swift is a left versus right thing. There are people on the right that think Taylor Swift is a psyop for the left. Ah, okay. They think that when Taylor Swift endorses Biden, that motherfuckers are going to be like, Oh, i got to vote for Biden because Taylor Swift likes her. She endorses it. Well, I didn't even know that. It hasn't happened, happened yet. But oh, it's okay. like that's what, that's what the conspiracy on the right thinks is going to happen to help push Biden over. However, with all of his gaffes lately, the latest thought process is that Big Mike is going to take over. That they're going to turn it over oh, okay. at the campaign. Like, big thing. They're going to be like, all right, look, Joe is stepping aside, and we're going to bring in Michelle. And then Michelle's going to run. That's what the real conspiracy theorists on the right are See, worried about. See, my whole thing was fucking the NFL is just making money off this bitch. They're making so much money just having well, her there. There's that. a lot you know, of that. But here's the thing. Big money in entertainment is typically associated with the left. So motherfuckers on the right hate all big entertainment shit. Uh, so because they've they've gone so hardcore into like the woke spear. That's deeper than what I was going it's, with. It's mad deeper. That's 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 the thing. You're like, I'm like, you're hitting very surface. Like you're like skipping a rock across what the issue is. Yeah. And I think that it's deeper than that. And I don't I don't even know if it's real. Like I you know what I mean? Like I don't know if Taylor Swift's a psyop. See that's the thing. We don't know that, but I do know that I the NFL put it is making money system. off of just every time they showing this bitch because they got new viewership. But that's you got the little thing. girls anything, watching but football with their dads and never watch football with their dads. Here's the thing though, Mike. Anything that is sponsored by Pfizer is and Moderna and all that shit deeply embedded oh, yeah. in the culture war that we're living through right it's now. It's all of that because the big pharma runs shit. Right. Big pharma, all right. them motherfuckers. Right. And that's that's the what the real problem that's is. Part of the like, shit. I don't I don't really disagree with a lot of like hardcore specific points on the right or the left. I disagree with the culture war. I disagree with the divide. Yeah. Let's 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 perpetuate hatred amongst ourselves. Yeah. Like it's stupid. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't hate you because I disagree with you about something. I love you because I disagree with you about something. Yeah. Can we have a reasonable conversation about something we disagree with and not hate each other afterwards? Like, yeah. that's a beautiful thing. And we've created a society that's unwilling to engage in that level of conversation. Yeah. Where it's like, you disagree with me about this thing, and I want to talk to you about the fine tuned minutiae of it and then not hate you afterwards. Yeah. And that's how I feel about everybody. But, like, I'm like, can you just please talk to me about something you disagree with me about without fucking. 
being an ass. Being an asshole. And like, man, fuck you. Without your hating shit, me for my disagreement. Your shit doesn't make, make sense. I can't fuck with you because your shit doesn't make sense. But that's the whole thing. That's how that's how you have a conversation. The conversation or has it, to be able to go back and forth. Or it makes too much sense to people. Ah, there you go, that too. They get mad. You melt their brain out of their yeah. side of their ear. You know what I mean? That motherfucker be dripping out. And they're like, yeah. I can't talk anymore. And they go home. They won't talk to you. People won't talk to you if they disagree with you about stuff. And yeah, that does happen sometimes. I like, don't understand. Here's the thing that I've learned out of my uh, trips out and about here in the world. Because you've been majority, dealing with a lot of different folks. Yeah, the majority of the people that I talk to, they all agree on the exact same shit. Everybody seems to agree that the world is fucking fucked up and you got these ignorant people over here, you got these ignorant people over here that don't want to learn shit with, about each other. But if you take the time just in your day to say hi to a motherfucker, that can change the whole motherfucker's world right there. That's exactly right. It changes everybody's shit. Kindness goes a long way. Yeah. And if you're just nice to people for no good reason. It's not even For that, no self-satisfied yeah. reason. Like if, if you're broke down on the side of the road and I walk up to you and I'm like, can I help you? And I help you and I get you down the road. But like, most motherfuckers will be like, nah, I don't need nothing because I don't know you. I don't know right. what kind of crazy shit you on. Like, look, I see you broke down. I can actually help you. Or I can stay here with you till the cop comes and, well, you know, help and you out with some it's shit. It's also like uh, knowledge is something that people hate on. Like, if you know something. Oh, yeah, yeah, They're yeah, like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. you. You know something. I don't want nothing to do yeah. with you. Because, like, people don't want to think outside of their own bubble. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, I got this thought. And I don't want to think outside of that. Yeah, and I got that too. I like to think that that's what this show is about. It's about trying to think outside of our bubble. At least put put a thought in your head about something. I do that shit to people all the time. I'll talk to them, and sometimes I'll leave a motherfucking person with a conversation and be like, "Damn, I ain't think about that." Like. I, that thought never crossed my mind there. Huh, okay, that's something to think about. Or if they say something that I don't know nothing about, I'll actually look it up. Like, if it's something that I'm interested in, I'll take a gander. Let sure. Me see. Let sure. me see if I understand what he was talking about. Please Man, point sense. out something that I'm completely okay. unaware of. So when I come back the next go round and I see him again, like, oh, hey, I saw what you was talking about. Check this out. You know, and if that motherfucker sees what I was like, oh, okay, I see. That, then you got something going. You got a repertoire. Well, that's true engagement. Yeah. That's like... Hey, I respect your thought, and I'm going to look into it, Yep. and I'm going to try to help you with it. It's like when the Jew would come to the house, and we would make music, and he would be like, yo, I'm trying to do, I don't even know. Like, when you did free balling, all you said to me was like, you were like, I want to do some free ball, Sean. Yeah. I want to make a song about free balling. This motherfucker, I swear to God, with your fucking plastic wrap. I wait for this motherfucker. Free balling is some good so, shit, though. So, free balling is some good shit, though. But when he said, I want to do free balling, but he didn't have, like, a fucking... Uh, a thought with it. He didn't have a thought. He didn't have a track. Yeah. Often, the Jew unit would come to the crib and be like, yo, I got this track. Can you get the instrumental for this joint? And I'd be like, I ain't never heard this song before, but I can find an instrumental for it. And then I'd get the instrumental, you know, put it on the... Put it on the computer, and then I'd let him rap to it. Yeah. But this time, for free balling in particular, it's the only song like this that I could think of, where the Julian had showed up and he was like, "I want to make a song about free balling, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, what should I do?" Yeah. And I was like, hey, "Dog, that's gonna be my next song." You ever heard that? That <laughs> dog, you. We could do it again. Jesse's girl. Okay. Jesse's girl. Jesse's, Jesse's girl. girl. That's gonna be a shout out to that punk motherfucker that work at. Oh, <laughs> in oh, as a car, as a car salesman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're 
gonna call this him Justin. We're gonna call him Jesse. 2024. We're gonna call him Jesse. You wanna put my name in your mouth? I'm putting your name in my mouth. Jesse. Yeah, we'll call you Jesse, bitch. See, and hopefully your one friend that you know tells you about this. And you can pull the fuck up. And hope that one friend tells where I live, too. And we can talk about hey, it. Hey, 2024 starting off right there, man. Put motherfuckers on blast. Fuck I get on. to make a song about some of her I don't even fucking know. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it is on it, Bobby, motherfucker. I love it. But I got to learn Jesse's girl song, too, first. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta learn that first though. <laughs> no, that's the jam, dude. I'm on it. I'm with you. Hold up. We're gonna work this out right now. I don't even know. I probably heard the song before. I you don't know Jesse's girl? Probably I do, but I probably never like. When I was a boy, time. when I was a boy, I had a Chipmunks cassette tape. Chipmunks version of Jesse's girl, boy. Because it had a ooh ee, ooh ah ah, ting tang. This one did not have that. This cassette did not have that song. Because that's how I got introduced to some white people music was through the chipmunks. Oh my god, all day. Well, yeah. <laughs> Jesse's girl. Here we go. Alright, so. Gotta wait for the ad to go. Yeah, I gotta get through the ad on YouTube before I can play Jesse's girl. And, and let YouTube then strike me so this can't be monetized because I'm playing a uh, song that is copyrighted yeah. that I got from them. So thank you, YouTube, for helping me make my video on your platform not visible or not monetarily beneficial to me because I used your, sat yeah. your platform to play a song. It's uh, coming directly from you. Yes. That you have that Make you no got mistake from somebody about else. Yes, the music YouTube stole <laughs> yeah. is now coming at you. Also made famous by the movie Boogie Nights. No, she's been a good friend of mine. <laughs> Lately something's changed and it's hard to define. Jesse's got himself a girl and I want to make a mine. And she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him with that body, I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. Along with the charades. No, this this fits right up your alley, right? They're going high to low. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy when they start talking cute. I wanna tell her that I love her, but the morning is probably moot. Cause she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him with that body. I just know it. And she's holding her in his arms late, late at night. You know I wish that I had just this girl.
this joint because of the fucking chipmunks, boy. Chipmunks. Yes, sir. They don't make cartoons like they used to. They don't to make it like they used no, to, dog. They don't make cassette tapes like they used to. None of that. We start putting Mason Frisch on cassette tapes and dropping them into prisons. This <laughs> They do! They do! Mixtapes is hot in jail, dog! These motherfuckers got fucking cell phones and shit now. They Yo, listen up. If you in the lockup, if you in the pokey, holla at your boy. It's Jesse's girl! That was Juju's girl! Jesse's girl! Came, but I couldn't help but laugh at all Yo, that shit. Yo, shit is madness, dog. That shit was funny. Straight madness. About 20 minutes in, I'm making an edit in the show, but that's all I'm doing. It's the it's slightest saying, of edits. I'm just, I'm just making an edit in the show. I'm making the slightest of edits because it's things, but the rest of this shit is flying. <laughs> yep. Word up, man. Bravo. We will totally find the instrumental for that. That should be too hard. And drop a Jew unit joint to that for sure. Let me see if I can find the chipmunks version. <laughs> the chipmunks, that was chipmunks a good kill it, man. Dude, yeah, I'm gonna say a lot of this. Chipmunk rock, that was the album. I see the, the joint on here right now. The chipmunks held it down for a long time with shit. <laughs> Cause they was playing the instruments too. Yeah. Oh, you should record it in a chipmunk voice. No, we're not going there. We're not doing that. Late, late at night. The chipmunks need to come out with a hip hop album. Ooh. If they did some hip hop shit, <laughs> if they did a T Pain fucking I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> That should be tight to the motherfucker. A lot of potential there, Mike. There's yeah. a lot of potential there. Wow, this is wild. I Think was just singing that. Jesse's Girl like breakneck style. <laughs> like full fucking throated Jesse's Girl. Yeah, he was karaoke the shit out of that. I was getting it in. <laughs> Tell you, it's when I know the words to a song, I will fucking belt he, that he, motherfucker he out. He had a fucking ribbons because, see, in his mind, he was hearing the chipmunk version. Not yeah, that, yeah. In his mind, it took him back to that when he was a kid with the cassette. Jesse's Girl! When I was six, 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 that's the breakdown, bitches. On the kitchen counter playing a fake keyboard. <laughs> Get ready to fucking pour yourself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Absolutely, dude. I've listened to this with a bowl of cereal. Read the back a of the plastic box. spoon. Yeah. I've been with a plastic spoon. Drumming with the spoon in his hand. Apple jacks with a fucking uh, 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 Muppet spoon. <laughs> uh, 
Yo, Jackson. you know what? That was another thing, too. The Muppet Babies, man, they was killing I'm with trying some to shit. tell you, dude. They had fucking little concerts. Ralph? Ralph yeah, alone, was, man, yeah, was a man. Concert, sure. And Animal? Animal was killing it on the drums. Uh -huh. I don't think nobody. They're, they're, besides the drummer from Bleak 182 and Fleet, Animal was right up there. Fleet is him. not a drummer, dog. What, He's a, a bass for? player, son, for the fucking Red Hot Chili I Peppers. That was, he was got to check them. you on that, dog. Yeah, I got I to check you on that. Whoever the drummer was for them motherfuckers, I thought Flea was a drummer. Flea is the bassist. Bobby Dam. And the guy that acts in the movies with Anthony Kiedis. Okay, yeah. Flea does movies. Flea was in Back to the Futures, plural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was Needles. Yeah, but I always thought he was a drummer. Well, look at that. See, nah, he's a bassist, dog. I don't know my wife's music. That motherfucker. <laughs> But Animal's right up there with being one of the best drummers out there. 100%. Yeah. Animal was cranking. Animal could have been in the go-go uh, band, man. He could have He could have been in that go-go band. Yeah, Animal would have been That's cranking. hysterical. You put Animal in the go-go band and put Animal in the pocket. Put it in the pocket. Ah, Animal in the pocket. Yeah. And he would have fucking cranked that joint. <laughs> Animal would have cranked that joint. A fucking go-go pocket uh, shit. Animal uh, would've held it down. Like you would've been able to tell that motherfucker shit. I got it, Kermit! <laughs> <laughs> Look, Animal be cranking this motherfucker. The Animal playing the uh, drums in the Adele cover. Go-go style with backyard bands. Animal be holding down that motherfucker, man. Well, you wouldn't be able to tell that man shit. You hear them drums? That's Animal right now. The Muppet. Because his dress would have been long, you know what I'm saying? His dress would have been right. He'd have the sunglasses on. Fuck, he'd be straight, yo. Totally, dude. Hanging himself up by the fucking coat hangers in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> Animal was a wild motherfucker. <laughs> he would have been one motherfucker I would have liked to hang out. Him, Gonzo, and Ralph. I'd have probably had to punch Fuzzy. You hear them animal on the drums? Been cranking that joint. <laughs> it's Gonzo on the bass. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonzo gonna hold it down. He's like humpy in the 69 and humpy nose tickle your yeah. head. Gonzo nose will tickle your yeah. Sit on my face and fuck my nose. Oh, he can do double time with that fucking nose up in a bitch. Gonzo had the right hook too with that nose. If we right, the proper it. curve. He yeah. had the proper curve. He Get that snatch straight. off. Yeah. That's why Miss Piggy got, was mad at him. Those fucking people out here. Man. That's all he wanted to do with Miss Piggy. Do you? I, like, this is a Saturday show, dog. This oh, is so how things. Everything's acceptable. Everything is acceptable. <laughs> this is my so Everything's super acceptable. Now. <laughs> look, Gonzo wanted Miss Piggy. If Miss Piggy would have sat on Gonzo's face, she would have forgot all about Kermit. She never would have. She, she never would have left no, Gonzo. No. She fucked Gonzo. That's the problem. That's why Kermit was always so awkward. Kermit would be like, I mean, I'm not really trying to fuck Miss Piggy. You know, I'm just trying to be. Green. I'm just trying to make, keep it green, you know. I'm just what trying mean? to be green. We didn't have a dick. So he'd be like, he'd anyway. be like, if Miss Piggy fucked Gonzo, maybe I wouldn't have to fuck with Miss Piggy anymore. Gonzo was ready. He was like, look, come here, come here. Uh -huh. we put nose right, Gonzo. Here. All Gonzo wanted to do was just fucking wax that's that it, ass. That's all it was. He ain't, he ain't give a fuck about a relationship. Maybe fuck. maybe he did want a relationship, but it was primarily based around the fact that he was trying to hit that. Yeah. So like Gonzo would try to get with that, and Miss Piggy but was see, all Gonzo caught up in Miss Gonzo like the big woman with the cute face and chicken. 
This motherfucker right here. You are pure <laughs> Gonzo. I like it. I like a pretty girl with a big ass. Because Gonzo was all about getting that chicken too. Uh-huh. He wanted to make sure. He had chickens yeah. all around him all the time. Yep. Yep. Because he was into chicken heads before we knew what they was. Exactly. Uh huh. And he liked fucking Piggy because she was just a boss bitch and was ready. He's like, man, just sit on my face, Piggy. Come on here. No, I'm all about Kermit. Uh-huh. He wanted to be green. Like, motherfucker, you just want to be green, but you had a fucking son. This tadpole popped up out of the, out of the blue one time on him. <laughs> you got Fuzzy over there going, waka, waka, waka. Uh-huh. Like, man, if you don't shut your punk ass up, say waka one more goddamn time. Say it one more time, Fuzzy. <laughs> fuck you up, man. <laughs> The nostalgia shit we grew up with. Things are so strange, man. It's such a weird world. Like, I think Oscar wouldn't have been as grouchy if he was out of the trash can. Like, if they put him in a different, better spot. Like, if he got an apartment that he was, you yeah, know. Yeah, Oscar wouldn't apartments. have been so, Oscar not so grouchy in the apartment. Yeah, he would have been good. Yeah. Like, if he fucking would have stayed, like, in the apartment across from Burton Ernie, I think he would have been all right instead of it's, outside in the trash can. It's sort of like when you think about depression, right? People are like, well, I'm depressed. And I'm like, well, what's going on in your life? You know, well, I hate my job, you know, yeah. I don't have any money, my car sucks, everything's broken down, I, you know, my baby mama hates me, my children hate me. Like, okay, I can see how you're depressed. Yeah. Like, that's that's rough. You know what I mean? Maybe you should, like, work in your life to make it so things are better, and then you won't have all of this shit going on that makes you hate your life. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, improve your situation instead of, like, just wallowing in it. Make the steps to get there. Right. Uh-huh. But that's like accepting what's going on, and most people aren't down with that. Yeah, the acceptance is a hard thing for people to take. Well, because that's what it is. You got to go. Okay, well, this is what's going on. Yeah. And I don't like that, so I need to change it. If I can change it, can if I, I can. change this? Because some things is not changeable. Like, all right, this shit happened. It didn't happen. Now, how do I go about to make myself better from this situation that happened? You got to take the L's as learning. Right. Not a loss. You just learn something from that L. Get your W some kind of way. All right. Yeah, I just caught all of that. That's Necro. Yeah. Give that motherfucker yeah. a chance. Listen uh, to Necro real quick. I just caught all of that. Heritage witnesses never memorized shit. My aura's murdered, someone's bound to be dying around it I shine like light bulbs on a porch with insects flying around it 1,000 degrees on the mic, burning all MCs to a crisp Grab you by your neck and squeezing a spike Genu- Now I'm trying to think, who would have been a motherfucker? You know what? I think Grover would have been a good rapper from Sesame Street mm. Blue motherfucker Grover to rap like DMX Cause Yeah, because like, uh, he, he was in it He'd flop his little fucking arms and be all up in the shit He'd go, he, he was like the Jew he Say shit until he was out of breath. Yeah. Then he come back after he take a couple breaths. He had to just slow down and breathe. Uh, and he come back and do it again. Grover be like, slow down and breathe. <laughs> Cookie Monster, he would have been a fan of just eating puss. He wouldn't have been fucking that. He just eating he pussy. He was the pussy day. monster in yeah. conceptual yeah, meetings. He that, uh-huh. He'd tear up the cookie. He'd be like, pussy. Yeah. Oh, I should make a shirt like that. Have Cookie Monster go on pussy. 
Yeah. Dude, we make a pussy monster shirt. Yeah, a pussy monster shirt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The pussy monster Mason and Friends show. That Check it out. Shit. Check it out. <laughs> so, like, I've been for months receiving a bunch of these weird-ass magazines. Right? Did you sign up for shit? Well, what I did was I bought some hats, and it was like, do you want to, like, do this survey? And I did the survey, and it was like, well, we'll give you a bunch of magazines for 20 bucks. And I was like, all right, bet. So I did that shit, and then I immediately was like, all right, uh, I don't want any more of these. But I went into the site. So and you were able to cancel that shit well, with I no canceled problem? it, but it was funny because, like, they charged me 20 bucks, like, five or six months later for another round of magazines. And I called them up and was like, hey, yo, what's up? I, I literally, ha I sent them an email because I literally gone into the system and canceled the yeah. magazines. And they were like... Okay, bet. And they gave me my 20 bucks back. But they keep sending me magazines. So I don't as know. As long as you're not getting charged for them, fuck it. I don't know what's up. But this is, this picture, there's a naked girl who looks distinctively like Kristen Stewart. You know I dig. <laughs> and there's like this, it's like the, it's this architectural digest, right? So what's going on in this architectural digest is there's a photo of a bedroom in somebody's house. And this guy in this house has like a bed with a, you know, covers on it and shit. Yeah. And above the bed is a picture bigger than the bed of a naked girl with her legs spread. Well, all right. Right? It says, you know, a sense of humor runs beneath all of it. On a bedside table in the primary bedroom, an attic McEwen drawing that proclaims, fuck off, we're closed, slyly winks at a McKinley photograph of a nude woman with her legs splayed wide open that hangs above it. So my question is, as you guys look at this picture right here, if that's your primary bedroom, do you think that's a gay dude? Because like, I can't bring girls home to that room I'm like, get up on his dick, baby. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a good room for closing pussy in. Now, oh. maybe a motherfucker's married and he's not gay, but he's married and he's got a bitch that's cool. Or maybe that's his girlfriend or his wife who's pictured on the wall. But it doesn't say specifically. But, I mean, we're talking legs, titties, bush. Yeah. Like, this is a great I shot. I wouldn't like, say that's a gay guy. I would say he's very metro, though. Mm, mm. Because to me, a guy like I, if, nah, uh, it's not it's not America. If you got that picture above your bed in your primary bedroom, is this America? It's not America. That is like England. Or it's something. in America. So that's like acceptable. It gives can't me, be, this can't uh, be like a I'm loft, saying, like a studio loft saying, vibe. Like you bring a girl home, you bring her to that bedroom. That's how. The, and, there's a, and, and there's France a, or Italy. England, maybe. You think so that flies in Europe? In Europe. Yeah, so maybe. You Europe. Probably, so you yeah. think Euro chicks are going to be cool with literally... Hence the bush, too. I mean, I like a bush on a bitch. I, Call I, me I crazy. Would think, I would think... I mean, a, a I like JJ, right? Would, would be more reluctant to give but up the pussy rather than, than like somebody from... Like, or is, maybe like Utah. This is supposed to be like art contra... <laughs> uh, uh, so you think thing, a girl, a girl you bring home... Well, hold up, hold up. Look off for clothes. Hold on. I'm looking at the shit on the side. Look at the room as a whole. Yeah, I'm looking at Imagine you're bringing a single girl home that you met that night because, and you walk look, into that room. My dumb ass tried to zoom in like it was on the fucking phone. Dude, I've been doing the same and, thing. Because I'm like, man, I want to see what these books are on the side. We're all the brainwashed books, too. The books would tell you a lot more 
Because the uh, art that's on the side is like screaming, I know about art, and this is my conception of art. But then there's this little fucking thing on the side here, this fucking other picture is black and white. It looks like somebody hugging somebody over here, but I can't tell what it is. He's got a lot of shit going on in there. It's a lot in the picture. It's an active room. It's, a sm yeah. it's like smell. There's like a whole lot for that. The room. bed is a lot with the with the with the with the nightstands next to it. You got a little gold cup with these big ass vases with nothing in them. It's more art. You know what I mean? It's more it's, like, it's, hey, I'm, I'm tasteful in the art world. No, and like, and that's the thing. You know, I don't, I don't is? dislike the room, but I would be worried about bringing home a girl that I wanted to have sex with that I recently met unless, to a room with that on the unless wall. Unless she's into art, because she's in art, you can go in there and be like, okay, this is how I felt. You can explain some shit because she's gonna be like, oh, you have this, and then see the other shit that he has set up there. That's cocaine and fucking art. That's what. That is. That is my deduction of the scene. Damn. You think the guy who built that room, who who engineered that room happening, who designed it, is, yeah. is a is a coked out motherfucker. He's not coked out. He just enjoys cocaine. Yeah, I mean, oh. he's not coked out. He just oh. enjoys cocaine. I like the nuance there. Uh huh. Yeah, he just enjoys it. He doesn't use cocaine all the time because uh -uh. he needs it to get by. Yeah, he just enjoys the pleasure trees he, of having he cocaine. He likes it on occasion. He's like, you know what I could go for today? I could go for a bump of cocaine. A little cocaine. Like when he takes the girl home. Hey, baby, we done went out to eat. Let's go home. He walks to the door. You know, he cuts on that fucking shit that what's-his-name did cut on an American Psycho before he fucking killed the bitches and he has the music playing. And he's like, here, let's just take a little bump. I got some cocaine. Would you like some? Yeah, here you go. Let's take it to the bedroom. She sees that. Oh, wow, that's very nice. That's a such-and-such such painting, isn't it? Or such-and-such such photo. Because she knows about art, too. He ain't going to bring no bitch that don't know about art. That's the thing. He ain't going to... Bitch that don't know about art is not ever gonna go in that room because it's gonna like be strange. That's it. Look. They're okay. Their early work was a little too new wave for me. That's how he's talking to the bitch. <laughs> Just <laughs> like that. Came out in '83. I think they really came into their own commercially, artistically. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's all about artistics. Yep. Here. The whole album has a clear, crisp sound. Patrick Bateman could literally have a naked woman on his wall. Yep, exactly. And it wouldn't affect his game. Not at all. He'd be like, I do 100 push-ups and 100 sit-ups before I leave the room. I have apricot honey facial scrub. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. That's it. Costello. But I think Huey has a far more bitter, cynical sense of humor. Hey, Albert's trip. Yes, Alan? Why are there copies of the style section all over the place? Do you, uh -huh. you have a dog? A <laughs> chow or something? <laughs> no, Alan. Is that a raincoat? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> the Alan had cocaine. Drunk. Or the most accomplished album. I think their undisputed masterpiece is Hip to Be Square. A song so catchy, most See? people probably don't listen to the lyrics. But they should, because it's not just about the pleasures of conformity and the importance of trends. It's also a personal statement about the band itself. Hey, Paul! See, he's swinging an axe. But that's what the dude's he's talking to her. That guy that is that's in that bedroom is that motherfucker right there. That's who it is. That's my deduction. He's a perhaps murderer like Patrick Bateman, but he's absolutely talking about the fine-tuned minutia of Huey Lewis in the news. Uh huh. 
That man is about his art and taste. That's why the cocaine he has is not for everyday use. Right, no, that's good cocaine. Exactly. That ain't like, that's that, that ain't shit. make you shit your pants cocaine. Uh-uh, uh-uh, nah, that ain't been stepped on. It's been cut right how it's supposed to be cut. That's raw. That's I that want shit when they raw, test it and shake it, it's gonna come dark-ass blue. Raw, uncut cocaine straight out of motherfucking Bolivia. You got that Griselda shit on there. <laughs> The Griselda. I want that Griselda yep, cocaine. That's what he got. That's who owns that room. <laughs> Man, have you seen that documentary? Or that one on It's a Netflix joint. Griselda. Oh, I know what you're talking about. About the woman from Cocaine Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that, that fucking uh, Netflix joint with uh, Sofia Vergara in it. Man, that shit's nice. See, you know it's real when Mike actually pronounces a bitch name properly. Mike don't say words right. <laughs> so if Mike says Sofia Vergara. Yeah, Mike, I love her though, man. He got, he got a serious That's crush. That's another one. That her and Selma Hayek. Oh, my God. See, shit. and it's funny because Selma Hayek doesn't have an ethnic enough name for you to have to put an accent into it. No, but God. God damn it, I'll go ethnic. Fuck. I'll, I know that's I'll, right, I'll Mike. I'll change my hell accent be around her. Fuck. Mike Turner. <laughs> Mike Turner is willing to do whatever it takes, Sophia or Selma. Both of them are bad. But yeah, Sophia and that Joker, bruh, she does a hella good job, man. I mean, hella good job in that bitch. I liked it. Plus, I already knew, knew, knew the story beforehand. You know what I mean? I knew everything that had already happened. Right, because of the cocaine, cocaine cowboy cowboys shit. Joint. Yeah. Yeah. And she was. She was the wild bitch that was yeah. like killing motherfuckers. Uh-huh. I like it, you know. I like I like movies with strong female characters, even if they are psychopathic murderers. He's told you, ladies, if you're a psychopathic murderer, lived in a cult, and is nice, he is willing to holler at you. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the homie Mason. I work with a dude named Mason. And he was like, yo, you said something on your podcast about dating a cult bitch. And I laughed for five minutes and couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> and I was like, God damn, that makes me feel good. Thank you, Mason. <laughs> So shout out to the homie Mason. Oh uh, man, shout out to everybody that's listening. Big up to anybody that's still with us. Fucking Kirk's been posting stickers everywhere. Oh yeah, word up. I need to send Kirk more stickers. Mike Kirk got busted fucking driving. Yeah, he told me. I mean, what He's, you think, dog? I think he needs a lawyer, dog, straight up. He sent it to me. Well, look, in Virginia, you know. It's legal, but you still need to get you, a lawyer to try to fight on this because they're going to fuck you out of whatever you need. Any chance they get just because of weed. That's my opinion on the situation. Ah. What you think, Mike? Because Kirk asked me to ask you. Because he had hit me up and said that he was in a car accident and lost a gig. And I'm like, he was like, but I have a medical car. I'm like, hey, if, if companies, it doesn't matter. Yeah, companies don't care. If they yeah, make you take a drug still, test to get the job. It's just like the Amazon situation like you was talking about. Remember what you said about federal, Amazon? So right. Yeah. Federal, not state. Yep. Yeah. Unfortunately, bro. It's but they can't really... I don't think they could really fire him. I thought they gotta give you help. I got he's got. I thought he had got like you gotta admit you got a problem and they gotta provide you help before they can fire you. I don't know, but I believe it depends it's on the way you're hired. I think hired. that's how my company is. I it believe it's up to the company. Yeah. It like, depends on the company, I would say. Like with me, I 
it could go two ways because of my license, you know what I mean? Like with the company, they could fire me outright, but then my CEO, that's a whole nother thing because they'll be like, you know, you have to go through the rehab classes to keep your CDL. Like they'll right. suspend the like CDL Like you could keep the CDL and yeah. lose the job. Exactly, right. exactly. So it's like two different things, but it's all right now with the way it's set up, it's all based on what the company's preferences are. Like you got some companies that just don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then you got other companies that are like, all right, we're not going to test for it, but if something happens and, and, and you we do test you and you come up, then we got to let you go, which makes no sense if you're not testing for right. it when I first get like hired. Like Amazon was telling yeah. me, we're not going to test you, but if you drive a truck for us and you wreck it and you test positive, we're going to fire you. Yeah. And that I was like, well, no then sense. you don't understand how cannabis works. Exactly. So like, why are you going to test me? Why would I ever take this job? Yeah, you never tested me to begin with, so why do I give a fuck now? You know what I mean? Wow. So it, it's, it's all... It's just it's so much convoluted shit, man. Yeah. It really is. The only chance you got is to get a lawyer, and that may or may not help. I'd yeah. probably give you somebody that might be able to help you out that's in the workers' compensation, and maybe just a conversation would like set you straight one way or another. Possibly, like, yeah. Fuck with you or not, you know what I mean? But like, but then again, you also got to remember you're in Virginia. Virginia is an at right work state. Right, work to you right have, to work state. Yeah, you have the right to work, but you have no rights at work. So that's right. a, that's a whole other. If, if in Virginia they fire you and don't say specifically something, if they're not like you're a fucking bi, bi uh, you're a non-binary queer that likes cisgendered women, so we're gonna fire you for that yeah. specifically, then like they can't, you can't, you don't really have a there's leg no, to stand on. No, they're yeah. like you're fired, and you're like why? It's because you're fired. Yep. Then, all right, then that's you're it. fucked. Yeah. There's no real leg to stand on. Yeah. But like you know, a conversation with a lawyer on a phone for five minutes might could set you one way or another and that's what I would recommend. Yeah, because that's what I ended up doing when I uh, got fired from this one place. I ended up calling an uh, unemployment lawyer. Like uh, Her name was Lisa Fox. I don't know if she's still around, but you can try to look her up. And she's the one that told me the rules of Virginia. Like, look, you work in Virginia. This is how it is up there. So, I understand what you're saying, but because they fired you matter. because of this, yep. this is what it, it is. It doesn't matter! That's I need to get it says... The Rock says. The Rock says. Oh, the Rock says. The Rock says. It doesn't matter. I can't remember who I was talking. The motherfucker said they heard the joint and was like, "Yo, that bam, bam." <laughs> that shit had them fucked up. We was talking about the fucking bam, bam, wrestling dildos. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> I was like, God damn, man. Yeah, we did go in on them. God damn. that after his finished move, or is that just what happened when he come out? That was, that was literally that was part, of the, out. part of the intro music. His intro yeah. music. But he, did he ever bam bam anybody after he, what did he sat nah. what, what was his finish move? Jump I don't even turn? know. He, bam, wasn't, bam, he threw bam, him bam, against the turnbuckle. I think he jumped off the top rope. Yeah, he flipped. Oh, he flipped off the top rope. He was a fat dude that flipped off the top rope. Oh, shit. Go ahead, bam bam. He definitely should have said bam. Bam! After every time he did that, God damn! That's how he should have pinned him with his foot on him. Bam! Bam! That's what it was. He'd headbutt him off the top rope. 
It was a headbutt off yeah, the top yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay. That's right. Yeah, no, I was losing it, dude. And that's what I told people about. Like, the homie that said something about how you were a nasty motherfucker yeah. said that because he listened to the episode where we were talking about the, the strap-ons and the professional wrestling belts. Because yeah. I said to him, I was like, dude, you got to listen, dog. I can't even do any justice. I don't even know how to talk about it right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I got to start doing stand-up because we come up with so much gold on this shit that I got to just start going up there and stand up there and be like... Best of the best, hits of the hits. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it's the funny Bro, shit, shitty, right funny here. shit, funny shit. Like, I gotta collect the funny shit out of this show and start saying and it on stage. It, yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? Put it on there. Yeah. Cause Cause like, like, that's what I do at work. I go to work and I'm like, man, I just tell them shit and I'm like, if they laugh, I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, note, note to self, put this on the show. Dude, when the homie Mason said he couldn't stop laughing for five minutes because I said I wanted to date a cult bitch. Yeah. Because he couldn't remember. Damaged. He was like, what were you talking about? You were talking about something about a, like a bitch that was like something and then something. And he said something else and he kept talking. And I was like, oh, you mean when I said I wanted to date a cult bitch? And he was like, yes. Yes, that was it. <laughs> and he started losing But that's all you need. Shit. You just need a reference. Like, all right. Yes. The like, reference was like, oh, man, the was said, like, my homie Buck that passed. He used to ask me all the fucking time I go to work. He'd be like, yo, man, y'all motherfuckers talking about this. I'm like, huh? You gotta, get, you, gotta, you gotta tell me what exactly. Give me more. I need like, more. What episode? What was the specifics? And then he would go in and he would say something that one of us said. I'm like, okay, I know exactly what episode you're talking about now. Not the number, but I remember what we talked about that day. Well, it was funny because I was talking to somebody about, you know, Jesse's girl. And they were like, yo, what the fuck? And I was like, I know, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how this happens yeah. or why this stupid shit happens but like can everybody just move the fuck on with their life and keep trying to like get done yeah. the things they're trying to get done like worry about your fucking self yeah, worry keep about my your name shit. out your fucking mouth <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like stop talking to people because somebody else be like yo you're about Jesse's girl and I'm like yeah I fucking know Jesse's girl <laughs> yeah. what the fuck bro <laughs> like you need to quit tripping uh, and shut the fuck up because like I'd be like yo I'm not trying to hear about this right here yeah like, yeah I'm a professional. Shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, keep your fucking mouth to your motherfucking self. Like, it's crazy the kind of shit that happens. Like, because, I mean, I, I talk a lot, I feel like, about myself sometimes. And I put a lot out there. Yeah. But I like to think that, like, I've not really exposed anybody. Yeah. You know, the people that I have loved and wish the best of that I'm mad at at this point or yeah. disappointed in or hurt by, you know, that like I might say something that would very specifically to them be insensitive and hurtful. Yeah. And everybody else would be like, this motherfucker's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because like literally the shit, this fucking cult shit, like this comes from my recent relationship. Like <laughs> the cult I see, I see these people. <laughs> and I see the Yeah, yeah. I'm saying though, like this bitch had me twisted in the game. <laughs> I see motherfuckers. I wanted to drink the Kool Aid. <laughs> nah. See, and you probably don't even understand the Kool Aid reference. Do you know what the Kool Aid reference yeah, is? Yeah, the dude that had everybody fan that they was gonna go to like the afterlife, whatever. And, and they, they drank, drank the Kool Aid and died. Yeah. I Exactly it was poisoned Kool-Aid. Yeah. For anybody that's not fully aware, because sometimes Mike is fully <laughs> on board, and sometimes he doesn't know shit. But it's the same true of me. Mike will say something, and I'm like, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. But I might act like I do for a while. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? I know mean? that, Joe. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah so, I know the Colts. <laughs> yeah, the Jim Baker, or the... I don't remember who the guy was, but... Like, I don't remember his name. But, like, they were, like, you know... 
serious cultists. The Mason don't want to drink the Kool-Aid. He wanted a bitch that was there that didn't drink it. Exactly. That's the thing. I want a girl you was in it, who's the daughter of a mother who took her child and ran and was like, don't you ever let motherfuckers brainwash you into thinking some dumb shit. You know, like... Because, like, I try to pay attention to everybody. Like, all the sides. Yeah. On whatever the issues are. Like, far right to far left. Yep. I try to look at as much as I can. And, like, I can only stand but so much. Yeah, what I say, because sometimes that shit's just way too much. From the far much. of either, it's too much. Yeah, it's way so, too so much. So, like, I dabble. I, I taste a little here. I taste a little there. And I'm like, whew, y'all are crazy. And I go back towards the middle-ish and watch the people from the middle. Because, like, I watch a lot of political political stuff. Yeah. And I try really hard to not bring it into the show. Yeah. Because I'm like... Y'all motherfuckers are gonna think I'm crazy, but I don't really care if you think I'm crazy, because like if you listen to the show and I'm not talking about politics, you just don't think I'm crazy. But still, what is you know what crazy mean? when you think about it? Well, like my fucking therapist told me, crazy is that you can have the thoughts, but when you act on the thoughts, that's what makes it crazy. So I'm like, okay, so I can think it all day, but if I act upon it, that's what makes it crazy. So technically, we're not crazy. Right, engaging in it. Here's the thing, like I like to think that I am. Um, Engaging in uh, mind expansive games with myself or whoever I'm talking to yeah. about whatever politically related subject may be, and I like I like to try to be open and not angry. And when I deal with people that are angry, like my ex was angry at me about stuff. If I don't agree see, with that's her, the thing, she would when be people are angry. far one in or far the other, they're automatically mad as soon as you fucking say something op- opposing. Right. Whatever and, and, it is, and that really annoys me because I have a it's like well, like I have a sibling. Where did anger come from? Like, what? What, right. what are you mad actually about? Like, what pissed you off to that point to where you're fucking now being irate and irritable by what the fuck I said? And all I said was like, I don't agree with what the fuck you just mentioned how about this like or yeah, you ever even, think about this or, or even as simple as I don't understand your point <laughs> so I can't agree with it mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make some points of my own and I'd like you to make some points of your own so that I could think about this subject in yeah. a more intellectual way yep. where I'm thinking outside of my normal thought process yep. because that's why I talk to people that I don't know or do know about things that I may or may not agree with yeah. them about because you learn something. I want your angle. Like, what's your angle? Why do you think this? Like, my sibling thinks that she's going to be locked in a fucking concentration camp for trans people if Trump gets elected. And I'm like, you mean like the last time he was in office and he locked you in a concentration camp? Yeah. You mean like when that happened? Because that didn't happen. Yeah. Like, there are certain things that I'm like, okay, like, you think I'm crazy. Because, like, I think that Putin's opinion of what's going on in Ukraine is far more based in reality than, like, the standard Americanized definition. That it's all just Putin fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, like, reality there. And RFK talks about it. Yeah. Our boy RFKJ, shout out. That motherfucker is at least on board with reality in regard to Russia. And Ukraine. Well, a lot more shit than the fucking other two that are out there, though. He really is based in reality when you compare us in the three. Well, for me, it's like if he is engaging with the concept of there's a problem here on X. Yeah. And or Y or whatever. And I need to find a way to fix that problem. Yeah. And move on from it. He's the only politician in my day, in my lifetime, that has ever, other than Ron Paul and Dennis Kucinich, who have been anywhere close to calling the problem 
suggesting a solve for the specific problem and looking for other problems, which is yeah. how I think of politics. I'm not on the right or the left. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. And if you're one or the other, I'm going to make you mad. And I don't mind. Because yeah. you're fucking brainwashed if you're that hardcore right or left. You're brainwashed. And I'm brainwashed by freedom. Where's the freedom the greatest? Does it help or hurt me? I don't know. But where's the freedom the greatest? Like, that's what I'm going to support. Yeah. And I don't understand why people have to fucking... Colorize or religiousize or genderize. Fit in and say that where I fit in at is the right way. Well, everybody thinks of their own personal way as like the primary way, and I try to think of it like way for far more abstract. Where I say freedom, okay, where's freedom greatest affected? How's freedom greatestly perpetuated by whatever in whatever this situation? Is? Yeah, you know, conceptually speaking. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, yep. How can I support freedom? And that's the angle that I take, whether or not it's for the thing that I think is necessarily best for society, per se. Yeah. But, like, I also think that we got to do what we can to try to not fucking burn things down. Ain't that the fucking truth. And everybody's so divisive, and you hate this person, and you hate that person, and people act like that's normal and fine. And it, But a lot of that also comes to... I wouldn't... It's our... It's the way we absorb our info now. A lot of people don't go out to search for it. They cut on their app and look and see what is suggested to them. And the algorithm works towards whatever you're scoping on or seeing. And that's what you base your whole reality on is yeah. off of that shit. You know yeah. what I mean? Instead of actually going out and actually seeing some reality. Well, you know, and if I find my algorithms getting to this or that, I try to, like, look for you, something yeah, to even some it out. out. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, oh, because, okay. But see, that's coming from a person that understands there's an algorithm working. Yes. Who you know understands I mean? it and admits it. Like, speaking of which, check out 1984, Brave New World, uh, uh, Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. I've got all these books in paperback that I'm more than willing to send you if you just hit me up and ask me for them. I started reading 1984 the other day, last night, as a matter of fact. There you go. I got a page into it. It was fucking terrifying, dude. Yeah. It's terrifying. It's so now. Yeah. It's yeah. disgusting. It's disgusting. Like, because I was thinking about rereading that when you said when you had. I got it, a copy right? right now if you want. Yeah, I'll take it. Fuck yeah. You can have one too, whoever you are. Because fucking, I was like, uh, oh shit, I lost my train of thought. Nah, I don't know. Nineteen eighty four. Fucking, I was talking when I'm when I'm talking to people. I'm like, you know, a lot of people will say the same shit. Like, man, you know, people don't have conversations no more. You don't really know your neighbor like you knew your neighbor back then, because you're more so. Let me just take care of my own shit. I don't even want to get involved with shit. I don't want shit to happen to me because you can't trust what the fuck's going on out here. I don't know if it's wholly that or that like it takes effort to talk to your neighbors when it it's real easy to, to just swipe to the next yeah, video. Yeah, and that's the problem. Engaging with people it can be fucking a scary fucking thing like motherfuckers don't they don't trust each other enough anyway as it is like fucking out when I was talking to the old head I was telling him about shit and I'm like you know when I was young and you could tell youngins things you know I remember being smacked in the back of the head by old heads and they're like yo you fucking up you know what I mean now you can't smack a youngin in the back of the head and be like yo you fucking up because a lot of people are like yo you don't know what this youngin got on him you don't know if this motherfucker gonna turn around and do some shit to well, you well Mike it's also think about this if you don't know me and I smack your boy upside the head because he says some shit to me you don't know me you never met me 
he's walked up to me, said something yeah. to me, and I feel it's appropriate to, if this was my child, I'd smack him upside his yeah. head. If you've never met me, you're not going to like that. No. If I personally, we're friends, we've yeah. been friends for a decade now or whatever. Yeah, if different. I did that, it would be different because you, you would almost, what? you would almost, let me presume that you would almost trust me <laughs> that if I smack your kid, he deserves it. Yeah, that's how we are with the kids now. That's why right. our kids are different. I, I know that's how it is with y'all chillings. But see, here's the thing though. <laughs> Back in the day, fucking, you had so many people around you and everybody, it was like almost a community thing that you couldn't get away with shit. Now it's like, motherfuckers stay so secluded to themselves that they're like, all right, you know, I saw that happen, didn't pay no mind to it. You know, I seen this shit go down, you know, I wasn't gonna say nothing on it. I don't wanna be involved with this. And, you know, like the cats that are bitching about fucking the Capitol Run Arena getting ready to leave DC, they're like, I don't believe it's fucking leaving our neighborhoods and this shit's gonna fuck our neighborhoods. No, 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 no. Your neighborhood was already fucked up. You didn't do anything to help your neighborhood. Right. You didn't do shit to stop personalizing like it's an attack against yeah. you when you're you're the place you're in is yeah. not ideal and you're not accepting that reality. Exactly. That's it. Bam. That's what the problem is. That, so that's why that motherfucker's taking this shit. You know what? Let me just move this on out of here. It's not improving. This neighborhood's not helping me out. People that want to come see these shows here, they're not coming because they're they scared. They're scared. They're not coming because so, they're not. They like I am. Prof is coming to the fucking nine thirty club, and I'm probably not gonna go. Yeah. And it's not because I'm scared. Scared. I'm scared of like I don't want to deal with it. Yep. Like I don't. I don't want to deal with getting to the nine thirty club and getting out of the uh -huh. city. Like I'm not allowed to carry. I'm not legally allowed to protect myself. And I mean, you've told me about people getting guns pulled on where you work. Yeah, in the daylight. Like, in the daytime, yeah. dog. I'm going to the middle of the fucking hood on a Wednesday to see a rapper that I love. Like, psh, I mean, psh, I love to, but shit. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I need a fucking revolver. That's why they're moving. They're like, all right, let me put this place into a safer, kind of safer city because you move just across the water. Now you got different laws, different cops. Well, a lot of motherfuckers don't like coming from D.C. to Virginia just because of Virginia's police. Mm. Yeah, Virginia police. There's a right whole there, different motherfucker right there. You got cops that ain't have to work. Shit. They haven't had to really work in forever. Now you got to fucking yeah. And you got the Pentagon right there. You yeah. got the Pentagon, the airport. You got all this shit yeah, that has to deal with big wigs. Yeah, that's too close to that. Man, you know? them motherfuckers right there ain't going to fuck around. So, all right, I'm moving from this place that's fucked up with crime to this place that's low on crime. And I know that something's going to be able to get done when something uh -huh. happens. Uh -huh. <laughs> all right, now listen to this. I'm gonna start here. On each landing opposite the lift shaft, you know, elevator, uh, the poster with the enormous face gazed from the wall. It was one of those pictures which are so contrived that the eyes follow you about when you move. Big Brother is watching you. The caption beneath it ran. Inside the flat, the guy's apartment, mm -hmm. inside the flat, a fruity voice, a fruity voice was reading out a list of figures which had something to do with the production of pig iron. The voice came from an oblong metal plaque like a dulled mirror which formed part of the surface of the right hand wall. Winston turned a switch and the voice sank somewhat, though the words were still distinguishable. The instrument, the telescreen it was called, could be dimmed, but there was no way of shutting it off completely. He moved over to the window, a smallish, frail figure 
the meagerness of his body merely emphasized by the blue overalls which were the uniform of the party. His hair was very fair. His face naturally sanguine. His skin roughened by a coarse soap and blunt razor blades and the cold of the winter that had just ended. That's life. How does that not sound like right now? That's, that's exactly life. That's the working man right there it's, fucking looking at the shit. It's fucking disturbing. You got the CCT cameras looking at us, big brother, and then you got the fucking, your iPad or fucking whatever, Alexa, whoever, yep. Echo, whoever it is talking to you on the box. The black mustachioed face gazed down from every commanding corner. There was one on the house front immediately opposite Big Brother is watching you, the caption said. While the dark eyes looked deep into Winston's own, down at street level, another poster, torn at the one corner, flapped fitfully in the wind, alternately covering and uncovering the single word, Ingsoc. In the far distance, a helicopter skimmed down between the roofs, hovering for an instant like a blue bottle and darted away again with curving flight. It was the police patrol swooping into people's windows. The patrols did not matter, however. Only the thought police mattered. Yeah. That'd be social media. Two pages in, dude. <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, goosebumps and tears in my eyes. I'm so fucking pissed off at this point. Like, <laughs> I think I'm gonna read a piece from that every fucking day on the show, and I might have to start doing the Church of Mason as an independent thing based on this go. stuff because I'm so fucking mad right now. I mean, I'm so upset with the system as a whole. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, yeah, it makes yeah, me so yeah. mad. I can't even. I can't even explain myself. The algorithms is out there. If you know how to work them, like, look. The dude at my job, he gets upset because I've been sending him stupid shit. I mean, stupid shit. He's like, man, Mike, ever since you started sending me this stupid shit, now my shit, every time I open it up, it has it's full of stupid shit. stupid shit. I was like, yeah, man, that's the way the algorithm works. I said, people think I be searching for the shit. I don't have to search because I've done, done so much dumb shit on here that it just gives it to me now. Yeah. Like, I was telling this one dude, he was talking about all the negative shit he looks at, and fucking, I'm like, and he's mad. I'm like, bro, stop looking at negative shit. Yeah, bring up some switch puppies, up, dog. Switch up the shit, and your algorithm will change it for you. It'll change and be like, all right, this motherfucker's on some different shit now. You want to learn something, mm-hmm. type in the shit you want to learn, and watch what happens. See? This shit will fucking work for you. The reason I'm upset is because I've literally been watching politic for my whole life. And I sort of blame my parents and I sort of thank them for it. Because when I was a little kid, they were watching the news and I'd watch the news with them. And I always watched the news and I've always paid attention. From the time I was four or five years old, I was watching the news. I remember watching the Dukakis-Bush election in 1988. Like, I remember this guy. I remember Michael Dukakis. Like, I I could have said his name and pronounced it in 1987 to you. As a, I'm five years old, yeah. four years old. Like that's crazy to me. Yep. It's crazy to me. But it's colored my view of the world and everything because I've watched politics my whole life. 
I hated Republicans when I was younger. Yeah. Because they were warmongers. Yeah. They got us into fucking Iraq. Yeah. I hate Democrats because they're fucking warmongers uh-huh. right now. They've got us into more but wars. But at the end of it, fucking, they're all the same because the military runs them. Uh-huh. It's the, the money they're making right now. Every time something goes down, the more they invest The military-industrial in complex runs them. It's not the military. Well, yeah. It's yeah, the you know complex that supplies them. The yeah. reason we left Afghanistan and didn't take anything with us was so we could make more shit and sell it to and ourselves. that's why we give this shit to Ukraine. Because it's like, alright, we're gonna get rid... We gotta get rid of the old supply that well, we have. Well, it's like, I work I work at a place and I sell stuff to our... Internally. Yeah. And there's a certain percentage. And it's better than if you walked in and bought it. Yep. yep. You know what I mean? But it's still... I'm making money on myself. Yep. Like, if you look at the place as a whole, I make money off of internal work. Mm-hmm. And that's what all that stuff is. That's exactly It's just it. internal fucking business. Yep. And like, they will take 12% over the 60 you would want to make if you were a business individual. Yep. Because that 12%, if you stack it up enough, you make enough 12% off of enough people, man, that's a lot of fucking money. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. That's all it is. Uh-huh. It's a constant turn of the wheel. Hand over fist money. Here you go. We'll give you that. We'll spend this because we're going to make this in return. We got to get rid of our old shit to make our new shit. That's right. It's despicable and it makes me upset, but I got to end the show with that oh, because, yeah. you know, don't forget, I'd love to send you a book. I'd love to send you a book to give to your children. 1984. Read, man. Brave it's New World. That's the main thing. Everything you ever want to know, it's actually in a book. You can look it up. Everything Thing you want to learn about it's in a book you just got to grab one and read one yeah it might have to be an old book the way people are acting these days but yeah just, matter of fact just get a book magazine newspaper a little article just read something it'll improve your day guarantee you books check them out I'm trying to find it right now i know i got it in my fucking thing a mind is a terrible thing to waste don't waste it yeah books check them out there it is. Books, check them out. Uh, uh, uh. You got a fantasy. Yeah. Imagination can take it to where you want to be. What? Are you curious? How can you find out? Uh, books, check, check them out. out. Books, check them out. out. Read about stars and cars, play electric guitar. Uh-huh. They work hard, patrolling the boulevard. The yeah. heavyweight that got a heavy bass. See that 808 is kicking. Check, check them out. out. Uh. Books, check, check them out. out. And then it's set at your library, but nobody knows what a library is these days. But um, anyway, you know, check out your local library. Check out your local library. Go get your own copy of 1984 if you want, or Fahrenheit 451, or 1984, or any number of other great dystopian novels telling you about the future that we're trying to fucking dispel that's already happening right yeah, now. Yeah, gotta navigate through it. You gotta think. You gotta have an open mind. It sucks. Things are dark, but don't be fucking scared of dark shit. Uh-huh. Be scared of being ignorant and stupid. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know what well, else to tell you. Bring those motherfucking Swayze's back with you now, motherfucker. Oh yeah, that's next weekend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, next weekend. All right. Yeah, yeah. Y'all won't see me next weekend. I won't be here for the show because I, I am going on my first ghost hunt, y'all. I'll let you know about it. Yeah, no Swayze's coming back here. We got enough Swayze up in this crib. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. If you've Love made y'all. it, if you've made it this far, you are truly a friend of the Mason and Friends show. Uh huh. Uh-huh. We fucking love you for that. I love you very personally. 
Anyway. Hey, look. God damn. He <laughs> <laughs> made it right a little creepy on that for y'all. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah I've been getting up. Everything. Internet, <laughs> yeah, dude, internet HR. Sorry about that. Uh, number for HR is uh, 1-800-696. The views are of those of the hosts. Expressly <laughs> by the individual who states them uh, are the views. Toll free, available 24-7. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. We'd like to encourage you to listen to old episodes as well as new episodes. Like, share, subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Keep grinding on the shit that you're trying to get done because that is how things get done. We believe in you. Don't forget, we love you very, very much. We love y'all. We wish you nothing but the best. All the day. And we, uh, you know, love you very much. Don't forget, have a great rest of your week. Uh huh. And uh, peace be with you. Go. Peace. I can't spell it out for you. I'll explain the gist. I don't need to be on top of some famous.